This morning, there's only two words I want you to remember. Compromise and covenant. I'll sit down now and let you figure it out. <laughs> or maybe I will explain it a little bit. First, we'll talk about, I guess we need to start with the covenant in order to understand compromise. So the covenant is, a God, is a, what God has established with each one of us from the very beginning, from Adam and Eve uh, to Abraham, Noah, Moses, David. And the fulfillment of that covenant is Jesus. And God desires us, and through baptism, as I said, we are part of that covenant. However, there's one who is conspiring against that for us to compromise that covenant. He even tries to compromise it with the Father's own Son, Jesus. And that's what we hear today. Jesus is led out by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. And while he's out there, Satan conspires to make Jesus compromise his relationship as son to the Father. And so if Satan is trying to compromise that relationship of Jesus with his own Father, we know that he's trying to compromise our relationship with the Father. And it's something that we need to be aware of. And in a sense, Lent brings, in a, brings that spiritual awakening. And we're called to do increased prayer, more fervent prayer. We're called to fast, called to give, to give alms. It's really this spiritual awakening. And even in the mentioning of those words, we could actually, depending on our, on our reaction to those, we could actually recognize Satan trying to compromise that relationship. Now for a lot of people, we get to Lent and it's kind of like, oh no, now I've got to give something up, got to fast, can't eat meat on Fridays. Um, you know, I'm supposed to give alms more, and giving alms and helping others more. And uh, fasting on Ash Wednesday and Friday, and oh, I, I just hate Lent. And if that's our... I guess our feeling, we can recognize right there that Satan is trying to compromise our relationship with God because that's exactly what Satan wants us to think. That Lent is a drudgery. That it's supposed to be a big burden. That, oh, you don't need to do this fasting. You don't really need to uh, give up or abstain from meat on Fridays. You don't need to give alms or help others out more. Ah, you don't need to pray. You're doing, doing fine. And as I say, that's the Spirit of God working against there, trying to compromise that. And sometimes it can be like that, and we have to recognize that. But in the fasting and prayer and almsgiving, what it's to do is actually to strengthen that covenant. You know, and sometimes this idea of that I don't want to do it or it's difficult, it might be true, but yet that means we're also doing it alone. Rather than doing it in union with Christ and with Him, through Him, we're doing it on our own. This is something I just have to grin and bear and I can do this on my own. But that's not what the Father wants either. He wants us to do it in union with His Son. Any, any penance we do 
any suffering uh, we may endure. He wants us to do that in union with His Son. And when we do it in union with His Son, the Father actually delights in that. He doesn't delight in the suffering, but He delights that we're doing it in union with His Son because He knows that that's strengthening the covenant. But again, we always have that one working against that covenant. We always have Satan whispering in our ears, timeless lies, trying to compromise that covenant. Oh, you don't have to do that. Ah, the church is just authoritative and just kind of lend its hand on you. Ah, you don't have to do that. Oh, you're doing enough already. And so we have to be aware of that voice that's whispering in our ear. Ultimately, to reject that, to run, recognize the lie or the temptation, and to reject it, actually, in turning towards the Lord, saying, Lord, yeah, I recognize this is, this is difficult, but I'm going to do this in union with you. And so as we begin this Lent, may we recognize Satan trying to compromise that covenant, and more importantly, to reject that and to actually remind us to look at that covenant as a good thing, that everything we do, everything we say is with, through, and in Christ, and all for the glory of God, ultimately to, to strengthen that covenant.